daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everybody. I'm your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt, and with me are my stalwart adventurers playing Fwester Delir We, Sam Capic. 100% going to keep that in. Oh, man. <laughs> playing Stikander Erlingson, we have Gordon Proctor. Idly presence and accounted for. Playing Yora and Arabern, we have Savannah Merritt. She's here, she's queer, and she's filled with fear about brain monsters. And joining us as a special guest, playing Angie... You never told me her last name. Taylor. Taylor, that's right. Angie Taylor, the artificer half-elf. We have Nikki Reynolds, guest star. So excited to be here. How are we doing, guys? What are we up to? What are we? What are we? I'm excited. Better. Where the brains are focused on me. Huh. Oh. Nervous for Yora. <laughs> yeah. Yora's. <laughs> Yora's got legs. I or she might be using them. I feel like they're gonna try and carry you off, like ant style. <laughs> the queen. Like an oh, ant no, oh, colony oh, just no. carries <laughs> off a leaf or something. It's gonna be like what the if the Uganda plot twist is become the queen? Do you know the way? It's just going to be that meme in D&D. It's <laughs> a sickness. Do you know the brain? So, last time on Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, our characters had a nice little a nice little journey across the ice where Stag realized that he was in his element. Uh, maybe not realized. He knew knew what was up and where Yora had several disturbing images a gargantuan white dragon with a mysterious rider a ballroom scene where she grew a second head with the face of her older brother and they managed to also catch some fish but most notably is when they responded to the sounds of battle and came upon a beleaguered group of archaeologists and and intellectuals battling off intellect devourers and carrion crawlers. And so battle was joined and with the crack of a pistol Angie made her entrance. And that's where we are now with uh, Yora reaping what she has sown, shouting at the brains with her with her fledgling telekinetic or telepathic powers, and the brains zeroing in on her. That's the brains' turn. Oh no! (laughs) Of course, that's literally all of the other bad guys. We stopped at Yora's turn. Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. Good thing. We have uh, goofed. 
Yes. Uh, actually, yeah, that's a, that's a, a brain's turn. Uh, there are six brains left. Six brains left. Six remaining, I believe. Six remaining brains and, and two, two carrion crawlers. Cool. I am going to. It's going to do a multi attack. It's going to attack with its claws. And it's consume mind ability. That is a 23 to hit with the claws. That hits. Okay. That's six slashing damage. Uh, and then it's going to hit you with a, a mind blast. And you're going to do an intelligent saving throw. For the listeners out there, you are used to be a little bit less smart than the average bear. And she just recently graduated to fully competent. As smart, fully as, smart fully as the average bear. <laughs> as smart as the average bear. That's a 12. That is a 12. That's a fail. But you didn't fail by five or more. So your like intelligence segmented. score is not reduced to zero. But you do take 3d10 psychic damage. All ones. All ones, baby. Ones. 16. Damage. You know what? It could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. It could have. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Yep. Uh, As this thing scratches at you, it bombards you with this mental... This mental onslaught. Just... Wow, wow, wow. It's like getting hit in the head by a sledgehammer. It's not fun. <laughs> Picture it like that that Cherenkov radiation video, but your head's underwater. Yes. Bam. Bam. <laughs> and you get this searing pain as you can feel this thing trying to uh, seed into your mind. That's the carrion crawler. The carrion crawler doesn't give a shit about Yora. It's going to attack Steg. It is also going to do a multi-attack. One with its tentacles and one with its bites. For the tentacles. 23 to hit. Sorry. Wait. Yeah, the 23 to hit. I suppose. Brain blast. (laughs) Do a constitution saving throw. 25. All right, you're going to take poison damage, but you are not poison. Uh, six poison damage. You can feel the icy venom crawling into your body, but icy is something that you're used to. Cold never bothered me anyway. Oh, you princess. 22 to hit on the bite. That's also a hit. 10 piercing damage. You mean five. I do mean five. Uh, as this thing strikes at you with those tentacles and it's like <laughs> fighting you down, fighting down on you with its pincers. All right. So begins the onslaught of brain attacks. <laughs> no. This is why no. I use my bonus action to hide. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to do this in a series. It's going to be a series of derm, 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 brain blasts. Got a blast. blast. Make five intelligence saving throws. All right. 
Wow. They're like in a semicircle around you. <laughs> 13. Pass. 18. Pass. Come on, come on, come on. 17. Pass. Keep it up. You can do it. Two. Oh. oh. Fail. And uh, a 13. Pass. Okay. Only one of them does any damage to you at all. But you also failed it by over five. Oh, oh no. That is 17 psychic damage, and your intelligence score is reduced to zero. To zero. And you are unconscious. Now, are you reduced to zero? I am indeed. Oh my god. HP? But, so I'm reduced to zero, but only for a second. And then I pop back up. No thoughts, just... But you're still catatonic. No no thoughts, just vibes. And the vibes are bad. Not even really vibes. (laughs) Zero brain activity. Uh, (laughs) Beyond keeping your systems functioning. No thoughts, Um, just a pulse. (laughs) Uh, Yora is in trouble. But that's all brains. We're at the top of the round. Frost. Oh, wait, no, the group has to go. Uh, yeah. The, the scientists and stuff. Scientists. Oh. <laughs> uh, Science and stuff. Do science stuff. All of those are hits. We're going to roll some dammies. And it's going to be divided equally amongst. I feel like Thaddeus would, like, pull out Thaddeus some has got some shit. Thing. Like, come on, Thaddeus. Thaddeus has got some shit. Let's see. Each of the brains is going to take 10 damage as make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, you fail. Oh, shit. You're down to zero. (laughs) Uh, He threw down a Tesla coil. (laughs) And it and it did 10 damage to everything in the area. And you can't do a dexterity saving throw. You automatically. Oh fit. my gosh! Wow! What a dick! <laughs> yeah. He put out some hardcore damage, but you're back up to zero because it didn't double your hit points all the way down. So you're just down. That's Frost. Is the closest nasty to Frost. That would be the uh, carrion crawler. The one I'm fighting? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Cool. Yeah, he's at your knee. How about a 22 to hit? That'll hit. 10 damage, and I need a strength save from the carrion crawler. Okay. Four. Frost is a fucking legend. He wrestles this carrion crawler to the ground, and it is prone. Yeah. Okay, so he's just on it. Goodest boy. The best boy. (laughs) Damn. 
Fluster, you're up. Stag, you got the brains? I have centipede. Alright, I get brains. Alright, so he's gonna jump on the cart and then jump off it and land on one of the brains. Just go okay. stomp it. Give me that acrobatics check for it. Absolutely. I'm sure it's just a it's it's just a technicality, but twenty-three. <laughs> you you springboard off of the sled, slide down the back of a carrion crawler, and <laughs> land on top of a brain. Are you stabbing it or are you just landing on it? I was gonna land on it and try and squish it and do a little damage and slash at another one. Okay. Uh, we'll do a D4 of damage since it's you're not. Yeah, I'm not actively. You want to roll it? Yeah. Yeah, I got a four. All right. Plus your uh, strength modifier. I got a three. <laughs> you can't subtract damage with a modifier. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. can you really? Yeah, you can. Yeah, oh, absolutely shit. can. You really? Can't do oh my gosh. Damage. Whoops. Yeah, you can't do negative damage, but you can definitely subtract damage for being a, a I can heal somebody by being too weak to hurt them. <laughs> I give them gentle pats on the shoulder. And then I slash at another one. That landed right back in the dice tray, so I'm going to roll a different die. Good. That's going to be a 14 to hit. That'll hit. With the dagger. All right. Are they within oh, five feet I of your... Uh, they're all within five feet of you. <laughs> all right, so I get sneak attack on this, and then I'm going to use my feature as a phantom rogue to do 1d6 necrotic damage to the intellect devourer that I landed on. Oh, as cool. the souls of the dead hey. reach out and fight with me. So 10 cold damage to the one that I slashed. Okay. And then... We are going to do another four damage to the one that I landed upon. Four damage to the one that you landed on. All right. God, that's a pretty considerable amount of damage that you just laid out. To, for for flavor. Uh, so you call it, you're like, ah, and your eyes turn like this pale green and the, the spirits kind of like erupt out of you. And it's just Jamf giving it a kick. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Swift kick to the brainstem. I'm the one that's in charge. I get to come out, and uh, and then you attack the other brain, like driving that ice knife into its body. Stag, that's your turn. Can't let Fuster show you up. <laughs> I think I'm gonna let him do that. He crazy. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to attack the, the carrion crawler that Frost has so kindly laid out okay. on a platter for me. Sure. 26 to hit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I have advantage. Yeah. Because it's prone. It's true. Or if I wanted to use Bless, I could make it more. No. <laughs> okay. 22 slashing damage. Two light, two radiant, and two lightning. Okay. 
the you bury your your axe into the head of this creature and with a crack of chitinous shell its uh, guts just spew all over the place and Frost lets him go and looks around for another target because this carrion crawler is dead. Good boy. Next. Angie, you're up. Okay, Wiz save uh, is good, by the way. Huh? Wiz save is 15, by the way. The army guy that I was facing is different than the one that... Yes, Sega it's took. a different one. Okay, so uh, I can't... You're paralyzed, so you have to make a... Uh, you have to make a con save. All right. Dun, 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 dun. 17? That is a pass. So, like, you're getting constricted and paralyzed and starting to crawl up your neck, and you're going to be fully paralyzed soon, but you, like, reach down into your jacket and pull out a vial, like this little tiny vial, and just, like, unplug it, and go, 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 and it's like a, a paralysis, like an anti-venom. And you spit it on the ground, and you go, not today, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, next round, you'll be able to act. Okay, cool. That carrion crawler is dead. Yora, make a death saving throw. I know. I would love to make a death saving throw. <laughs> I'm sure you would. And that is a 12. It's a pass. Side note. Uh, it's not really in the mechanics, but I figure it'd be up to you. Once people... Are we... Do we have any way of figuring out if people are passing or failing their death saves? You could see that, like, they could be bleeding out, or they could be... They could be getting paler and, like, dis- like falling. Okay. If they're dying. You can tell that they're dying. Yeah. Or okay. if they're hanging on and they're fighting. Good deal. All right, Brain 2 is going to get off of Yora because Yora is is Dunsky's and there's nothing more it can do to her brain. And they're going to turn... The brains are in unison going to turn to Fwester. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. And this thing's going to launch a multi-attack at you. Oh. Consume mind and claws. I don't know why I just rolled two die. But we'll take the smaller one because I rolled two die. A ten. That's a miss. Okay. Uh, the claws don't hit. You need to do an intelligence saving throw. How does a fifteen hit you? Huh. Actually, Perfect. Wait. Seventeen. I forgot that my profile. You saw what happened to Yora. How they caught her off guard, and that you felt the waves of energy coming off of them, and. As this thing jumps at you, you basically, and it was starting to shoot those mind blasts at you, you spike it down like a volleyball. (laughs) Doesn't do any damage to it, but it definitely surprises and stuns it. Oh, oh, no! (laughs) Jackass! And it bounces, it bounces away. And the others are infuriated by that. Um, Fight me, bitch. But first... The carrion crawler is going to 
attempt to do the thing to Angie again. Misses on both accounts, a four and a three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so on the four, that's a. Oh, that's a, on the three. That's an eleven. And on the four, that is an eight. Nope, I think both missed. of those miss, right? Okay. They have a plus what to hit? Uh, the tentacles have a plus eight to hit, and the bite has a plus four. I see. Kill it! Kill it now! It, kill it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could. It could poison all of you if it really wanted to <laughs> which it does so it's going to well apparently oh. not since it didn't it didn't poison poison angie since you don't know it did but i i took my yeah. super sneaky draft that is true file. didn't poison you the second yes. time though fool me once yeah. you're dead uh, maybe does it like you oh maybe that's just uh, it trying to flirt great yeah. <laughs> is going to go after Wester with the same thing. All right. Why did I... I need to stop doing that. Stop um, doing that. A 14 to hit with the claws. Meets it, beats it. All right. That's going to be... Uh, nine slashing damage. As this thing latches onto you and tries to do a consume mind. All right. What I need to roll? Uh, intelligence save. Natural twenty. Hey. No way. Oh. Nice. Do I consume its mind? Oh my God, the brain <laughs> explodes. You can feel the the tendrils sweeping into your brain, and it it tries to like crush your brain basically, but instead the spirit of Jan zips up that psionic uh, connection and the brain shudders and plops to the ground and you hear Jant's voice Jant, Jant's voice coming from it alright let's turn the tide <laughs> and it scampers <laughs> out to attack the other brains oh, yeah. I've got an intellect devour familiar <laughs> Jant is going to attack the uh, the other brains they have to make but brain four has to make an intelligence saving throw wow it fails by a lot <laughs> it's civil war yeah <laughs> <Anarchy>! <laughs> uh that is 11 damage psychic damage and its intelligence drops to zero, and it goes catatonic. Let's go. Uh, nice. Intellect devourer right. with no intellect. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. Still alive, just completely For now. Pooped. Yeah, completely booped. He's a veggie. Yeah. And uh, the the Janth devourer. Wags the little brain stem like a tail. <laughs> Alright, don't, oh do, don't, don't do that one. Don't do that one. <laughs> uh, that's B5. B5 is gonna go, and it's going to Bingo. attack. I don't know what you just did. It's going to attack Fwester again. 
Or they are going to attack. Oh boy. That is a 15 to hit. That's a hit. Six damage, slashing damage. All right. And then make an intelligence saving throw. That is going to be a 19. Wow. Forster's a plus three to int saves. He's not that dumb. He's good. Surprise boy. It's a uh, smart twink right there. You're, 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 <laughs> you're meeting a mind for mind right now, and the ghosts are helping you. They're like pushing back against it as well. It's like it's like a horde of these little brain monsters versus a horde of ghosts. It's an interesting <laughs> aberrations versus undead. It's a very interesting uh, mix here. Battle of the um, minds to the most literal degree. Yeah. Yep. B6 is going to, and B7 are going to attack Stag and Frost. Uh, Frost first. That is a 24 to hit. He's going to take nine damage. Okay. uh, From the claws, and then he has to make an intelligence saving throw. Oh, geez. That's going to be rough. How intelligent is he? Are we using frost stats or dire wolf stats? Frost stats. He has a he has a keener mind. Um, what's what's his int stat? His int is sixteen. Oh shit! All right, plus that was three. Frost He's is way smaller than me. Damn. <laughs> That'd be all right. That's a sixteen. He passes. Damn. I'm gonna have to. Should we be letting Frost lead us? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I need to get. I need to talk to him more often. That misses on the scratches, but uh, you also need to make an intelligence saving throw as as another one. These things are just leaping through the air, like all over the place. Just wham, wham, wham. Freaking head grabs. Fucking terrifying. (laughs) You won't believe it. Another natural 20. Get out of here! Let's get out of here, brains. We remember your dirty tricks. Make an athletics check for me. Oh, okay. 21. Okay. It jumps at you and you you drop your axe and catch it and just rip it down the seam. Oh! Hell yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Dope. (laughs) Pick up your axe. (laughs) Ew. I touched it. I touched it. Uh, The group is going to go. Or. No, are we at. Never mind. That wasn't Steg's actual turn, was it? No. 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 That was a reaction. Right. That was a reaction. For some reason, I thought that Steg ripping a brain in half was like, oh, that's his attack. No. That's on par. Sam in real that's life got into like That's not an attack, that's instinct. <laughs> <laughs> that's bloodlust. <laughs> okay. Okay. The unconscious brain is dead, fried by the Tesla coil. Beautiful. Uh, nice. And the other two take significant damage. 
Uh, There's only two left? Bra no, brain two and three are out of range of it. Okay. So uh, how many brains are left and there's only four, one carrying crawler? There's four brains left and a carrying crawler. Okay. Frost is up. What's the nearest enemy to Frost? Carrying crawler. Well, let's nope. do it again. Actually, no, the brain the brain that attacked him. Oh, oh, this is a vendetta. <laughs> That's a 24 to hit. To hit. He don't like it's hey. Like Papa likes uh he don't like brains. <laughs> he don't like <laughs> brains. Uh it's only six damage. But it needs to make a strike save. Okay. Fifteen. <laughs> Ow, that's pretty impressive. It passes. He goes, no. <laughs> no. It rolled an eighteen. So if that tells you anything. Okay, yeah, that's about wow. right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he just bites down into this brain and starts shaking it back and forth, throws it down on the ground, and it limps back up to its feet. Uh, Fwester, you're up. All right. Another brain in my vicinity. Yep. I'm going to go ahead. Like the one that you're standing on? You know, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just plunge the ice dagger down into it. Okay. Put it out of its misery. Okay. That's going to be a 24 to hit. That hits? I certainly hope so. It'd be uncomfortable if it didn't. <laughs> and that is be going upset. to be 18 cold damage. 18 cold damage. And All right. is there another the enemy brain within freeze. 30 feet of this that I can see? Uh, the other brain that's within range, I think. There's two. There's the brain beneath you, the, another brain in range, and then a carrying crawler. I'll go ahead and target the other brain uh, with my a little brain blast of my own. Oh. For oh. six necrotic damage. Six necrotic damage. Okay. That's Steg. Ross, you have this. Good. He's going to go after the carrion crawler. Go for it. Does it still have Angie wrapped up or is she? Uh, it's it's still engaging her, but it doesn't have her wrapped up. Okay. Then... Um, He's going to run over with his axe this time, not throw it, because it's just weird. With a 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Do I need to make things harder for you guys? <laughs> good lord. No. It's not for your eyes. I think yours good. <laughs> the rage adds plus two. To pretty much everything. Listen, Foister is in the mechanics of previous D&Ds bloodied already. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. It is... Nine lightning damage. Nine lightning damage. Two... Radiant? Yeah, two radiant and 18 slashing. Eight. Woo! Wow. He does big numbers. 
He is a barbarian. And my whiz save was a nine. Oh no. Oh. Okay, hold on. We'll do oh, that. so ah. that's that's the threshold. Yeah. Is it like death saves? Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, Angie, you're you're taking on this carrion crawler, and then just an axe just flack from behind and buries itself in the creature's head, uh, and it goes down for a second and struggles to get back up. And there's this big, fucking yoked ass uh, Goliath on its back, but then the Goliath goes down to one knee and begins to twitch and like his bones begin to rearrange and crack and he begins to sprout fur and before long he's this gigantic like polar bear creature and the creature stares you down with predatory yellow eyes really stag in front of the new people <laughs> do a wisdom save. Wester does say or that. Or a, um... It was a wisdom save. Insight. Was it an was insight check? Was it a wisdom check? save or an insight check? It was whiz saves before. Is it whiz saves? Uh, okay, whiz okay. Yeah. Dirty 20. Hey! Look at that. And as, as quickly as you feel that animalistic gaze fall on you, the bear re-engages with the carrion crawler. That's your turn, Angie. It is my turn? Mm-hmm. Oof. Okay. Um, not paralyzed anymore. Not paralyzed big and big-ass bear is facing big-ass worm, correct? Mm-hmm. So do I have enough movement to run over to Yora and let the bear deal with the worm? Yes, you have 30 feet of movement. She's 20 away. Perfect. I'm going to run over to this person who looks like shit and cast Cure Wounds. Oh! Yori, you're stabilized. She does gain uh, HP as well. You gain HP, so roll that HP. Please. And then, uh, but you are still catatonic. Because of you're, zero intelligence. You're intelligent. Rolled an mm-hmm. eight. Zero. So give yourself eight Plus. points of health. Hold on, which one's the spellcasting ability modifier? For an artificer, that would be intelligence. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, 12. 12 points of health. Cool. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Thank you. But you are you are knocked the fuck out still. You're stabilized, though. Stabilized at half any... my health. Yeah, you're not going to have to make any death saving throws. Cool. Is there anything else you want to do, Angie? Yeah. Bonus actions, more movement. What do you need? It's been a long time since I've done this. <laughs> I'm not sure. What can you do as a bonus action? Uh, if there's any spells that you have that say cast as a bonus action, you any can do those. cantrips in particular, because cure specific. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure there's any actual spells that are bonus actions, right? There are actual spells that are bonus actions, but I don't think there are very many cantrips that are bonus actions. And you cannot expend two spell slots in one turn. Yes. Right. right. Unless you're a, unless you're a war mage, then you. Oh uh, well, we don't we don't count that. <laughs> we don't can. count that. That doesn't count. 
Um, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Can I, like, reach in my book bag and hand somebody a crowbar? Be like, here, be useful. Sure. <laughs> I'm assuming one of the scientists nearby is, like, still freaking out or hitting something with the... He's hitting somebody <laughs> with, with a... Uh, there's one of the uh, dwarvish scientists that's... More, they're more of, like, a baggage carrier kind of guys. And he's hitting him with a microscope, an expensive microscope. <laughs> Be like, stop. Stop it right now. Stop it right now. Try this, and I'll hand him a hammer. In fairness, microscopes oh. are heavy. They are. Yeah. No, that's but they're more speed. Fuck! <laughs> he gently puts down the bent microscope and starts zapping. <laughs> can I pick up the microscope? Just yeah, you can. Like my precious. Oh, my God. This costs us 500 gold. Right, like, excuse you. Uh, Yora, your sleepy sleeps. Brain two is up. That is the one that is engaged with... Oh, that's the one that's underneath Fuster. Easter. Yeah, he's gonna try to send another mind blast your way. Fight me, coward. Intellect or I- I- intelligence save. That is going to be a seventeen. That passes. Woo. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, you could still feel those. Wow, wow, wow. He just looks down. He's like, dumbass. So is the <laughs> other one, the one that you slashed uh, earlier. Also, uh, another. It's gonna. It, yeah. Intelligence save. Natural twenty again. Woo! Damn. Uh, it shudders and lets out a guttural roar as as the soldier springs forth and takes over its over its body and it goes over and suplexes another another <laughs> <brain>. <laughs> god i am the anti brain <laughs> You can't brains when you got ghosts. You can't beat right? me. I'm dumb keep as imagining, fuck. keep imagining the ghosts from Lord of the Rings when they like start attacking everything and just like sweep through every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. This one uh, takes over that brain, suplexes the brain that that Frost attacked, uh, and snaps its brain stem and it dies. <laughs> And goes, <laughs> Great, I got the Jimbro brain. <laughs> this brain is hooked on creatine. The last brain is going to fire off a a mind blast at. Oh no, wait. Uh, it's going to attack you, Yora. We're going to do a contested intelligence check. Oh. Which is just for you a, a naked roll. Wait, but she's at zero. That's a minus five. Yeah, that's a minus five. Oh. Uh, and it is going to try body snatcher on you. No. <laughs> All right. You got this, Yora. That is an 18. So an 18 minus five, right? Yes. So a 13. <sighs> And she had blessed to that or no? 
No, she's she's out. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thanks. She had lost consciousness before, between then. Oh, that's a concentration spell, right? Yeah. So oh, when no I lost consciousness, blessed, everybody yeah. was done. Yeah. Yora. Uh huh. Eleven on the die. Twelve is the final roll. You beat it by one. What? Oh my god. That's insane. <laughs> your Not without mind, consent. Your brain. Not without consent. Your brain rejects the intellect of our and poops it back out. Yes! Let me describe to you what would have happened if you had lost. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear that. The intellect of our I know what it is, but... ...chooses one incapacitated creature within five feet of it and engages in a contest of intelligence. The intellect of our overpowers the creature's mental defenses if it beats the target in the contested intelligence check. The intellect of our magically consumes the creature's brain and teleports into the skull, taking full control of the target's body. While inside the creature's skull, the intellect devourer has total cover against attacks and other effects outside the host. It retains its intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores, as well as its comprehension of language, its telepathy, and its traits. Otherwise, it inherits the target's statistics, memories, knowledge, including spells and languages. If the host body drops to zero points, the intellect devourer must leave the host. It can also be magically forced to leave the host body by the means of a protection from evil and good spell being cast on the host, as well as a wish spell. If the host's devoured brain is restored, using only, pos- only possibly using a wish spell, the intellect devourer is forced out of the host. It can choose to leave the host at any time by spending five feet of its movement and then teleporting to an unoccupied space within 15 of the target. Unless its brain is restored within one round, the body dies. Dead, dead. Done. Game over. You were just almost died, died. Yes. Irreversible for- die. Like, what was Stakes. it you just said about do you need to make this more difficult? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd like you to repeat that statement, please. Do I need to make this more difficult for you guys? Uh, no. no. No, thank you. That won't be necessary. Uh, no, thank you. Next time I'm going after Steg. <laughs> Make an in check. I'll take like a whole dragon. (laughs) (laughs) That could be really bad. (laughs) At the top of the round, we have Frost. (laughs) Damn. So we have two friendly brains as well. Brain uh, two and three are friendly. The only, the only uh, hostile brain left is B seven. Are the scientists, like, not doing anything at all? Do they get a turn? They're fighting a whole other group of brain monsters. Like, this is just the ones you guys are engaging with. Oh. The whole camp is surrounded by carrion crawlers and, and brain monsters. They're all fighting, Good. too. It's just, gotcha. think of it as, like, a backdrop battle to y'all's yeah. actual battle. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, the, the intellect devourer that uh, Ghost was messing with is taken care of, right? dead yeah yeah it got, it got suplex, suplex. <laughs> <laughs> uh what's the nearest brain b7 
the one that just tried to take yours mind. All right. Let's do it. Go. Now you're about 20 feet away. He's got 50 feet of movement. Holy shit! <laughs> That's go! dire, that's dire go! wolf stats. Go! <laughs> go, Frost, go! Yeah, right? Does a 14 hit? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Okay. By one. Okay. 11 piercing damage and a strength save, please. It doesn't need a strength save. It does need a strength save. It doesn't because uh, he shakes it like a rag doll and it just kind of falls apart in his mouth. And then he sits there, he gives it, he barks at it <laughs> a couple of times, and then and then comes to rest and lays down on Yora. <laughs> Just like in protection? Yeah. <laughs> is, um, is Frost, does he have the insight or the wisdom or the, the knowledge to figure out that the other two brains are occupied by friendlies? Yeah, most okay. likely. I mean, he saw a brain suplex another brain. That's got to be Okay. That kind of drives it home. <laughs> okay, that one brain might be... Brain rebellion. All right. <laughs> that one might be on the level. Okay, good. <laughs> that one is Comrade. <laughs> comrade Brain, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Fwester, you're up. All right, so there's You have just two the... friend brains and the... Uh, and then the carrion crawler is left. And Bear Gander is tussling with the carrion crawler. Alright, so since Bear Gander is adjacent to the carrion crawler, Fwester is going to flip his ice knife in his hand and then throw okay. it at the carrion crawler. Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. All right. With you throwing that knife. Uh, that's going to be an 18 to hit. That's a hit. All right, and that's sneak attack. Because okay. Bear Gander is adjacent. Bear Gander. For a total of 20 cold damage. Fluster. Finish the carrion crawler. So, yeah. before he throws the knife, he really liked how it looked the last time, so he does cast light on the knife once again. <laughs> Beautiful. And gives it a toss at the carrion crawler, letting it sink in deep between the chitinous plates yep. as he strolls up and grabs it, running it through its flesh and finishing it with a deep gash, letting it bleed out. Yeah, it shudders. A shudder runs all the way down at like a wave and it collapses. Bear gander. Make a wisdom saving throw. This is not to transform back. I know. <gasps> Natural one. Oh no! Actually, uh -oh. that's not bad. What? It feels bad. Fwester, you're elated at finishing off another monster in a cool way, so you turn to get, like, motivation from Stag, <laughs> who's always like, that was really cool. <laughs> that was um, good. And instead, you get absolutely bodied. Uh -oh. by, by the bear. Uh, you are swatted so hard, you are hit with the force of a sledgehammer. You go toppling backwards over the fire. Like, you bounce over the fire. Uh, the bear roars and runs off into the tundra. 
Do I, I take any damage from getting bitch slapped by a giant polar bear? You take seven damage. <laughs> Big old slash across your chest. Uh, that's that's being nice. That's the combat. Where did I go? Wow. <laughs> that fucker almost killed me. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Are you alright, lad? There's a a uh, gnome in a very rugged off-roading looking wheelchair that seems to move without him touching it and go forward and back and stuff. And he reaches down and pats you on the head. Oh, <laughs> how are you doing? Are you alright? I've had worse. How's everyone else holding up? Mike, you're right. I'm smashing, just smashing! We're doing fine! I hate Plus this guy so much. Run over to Yora and check on her. And uh, she is stable but unconscious. Hmm. Or I'm conscious but what what no, is, at what, zero, what is the unconscious at zero, like? You are you are catatonic. You're basically a vegetable. Will time improve that, or do we need to figure out something better? A long rest. Okay. We'll improve it a little or, bit. Or it'll improve it a little bit. Or a uh, or a major restoration. So greater, greater. That's what I'm in. Yeah, that one. We should come up with a stats for a major restoration. Because you got lesser and you got greater. You don't have any middle ground. Yeah. Just a regular restoration spell. So you got Just restoration. You got major restoration, colonel restoration, <laughs> general Lieutenant. restoration. Lieutenant restoration. <laughs> Good. Private restoration. Ooh. God king Ooh. restoration. <laughs> Lance God. Commandant of the Marine Corps. Uh, Oh. Restoration. I imagine so. Angie's still next to Yora, right? I just like cured her. Yeah, yeah. You you did a cure wounds on her. Yeah, so I can. I imagine she look at Foster and say something like, "Yeah, well, she's fine. I cured her, but I think she just really needs to rest. She'll be all right." <laughs> well, that's my wonderful. goodness! What a wonderful row! I had such a good time, everyone. It's a good thing the bear is not here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frost, seeing as I'm That's that's right, I'm the last conscious one here, so I'm Fwester, by the way. And you are? Um, I'm Angie, and this is the professor. Hello! <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Hello! Good to meet you. Yes, I'm I am Professor. <laughs> I am Professor Thaddeus. Uh, Thaddeus Beaumont uh, the Third. Hmm. This is our this is our research party. Um, yeah. Quaint. <laughs> this is uh, the, the over here is our illustrious benefactor, Harold uh, Titus Corvinus. Oh, hello. It's good to be out in the wild once again, giving everyone all of the money to discover things. What an excellent amount of adventure. 
It is indeed, sir. I'm glad to see that you are all safe. Is everyone else in your group all right? Uh, no, it seems um, we've had quite a kidnapping uh, at hand. You see, we lost a um, one of our research assistants. Now, Angie, uh, as capable as she is, is uh, is our second research assistant. You see, we have another a, a halfling that has been kidnapped. Yes, um, uh, uh, Thaddeus, Thaddeus, what, uh, what was his, what was his name, Thaddeus? I don't remember. His name was Alucard Lightfoot. Yes, uh, <laughs> he was quite, quite a good assistant. Uh, he kept our notes very well taken care of. Oh, yes. I, I do enjoy a, a good note taker. Um, anyway, uh, you're welcome to stay at our camp for the night before we set off in the morning. We are headed to, uh, study the ship that has crashed just over the rise. Before we were beset by these terrible aberrations. Ship, you say? Oh, yeah, it crashed a few days ago. Um, quite... Quite interesting. We're not even really out here to be exploring that. We're looking for ruins. But, of course, when something falls from the sky, you have to go look at it. That much is true. As a matter of fact, uh, my party here has a bit of a vested interest in that uh, ship, as you call it. Nothing of wealth of the sorts. We're explorers, in a sense. Well, may I... um. You did so well against those nasty creatures. May I offer you recompense for your services if you would like to uh, accompany us? I'm going to roll for this. <laughs> oh no, that's quite alright. We're more than happy to accompany you all. As a matter of fact, <laughs> right. many hands make light work. I'm sure that you scratch our backs, we will scratch yours. Oh, of course, you're more than welcome to any of the, uh, any of the monetary riches that we find within the ship, as long as you leave all of the scholarly pursuits to us, yes? But of course, sir. Tell me, Professor. Oh, good. <laughs> that is nice. You have I do enjoy a good row. Quite the distinct accent. Where would you happen to be from? There we are from, uh, Luskin. Luskin, you say? Yes, uh, well... My friend, uh, Thaddeus here, uh, my friend, my friend Thaddeus here is from, uh, he is from Waterdeep originally, but, uh, he works for the Arcane Brotherhood, and I am a fundy, uh, good, good to meet you, um, Fwester. I'm also from Waterdeep. Oh, well, good sword coastians about. <laughs> ah, you don't meet many of them up here. I... I am Harold Titus Corvinus, entrepreneur, uh, shipping magnate, and overall scientific extraordinaire. Well, I'm this, just honored to be in your presence, sir. This is Thaddeus, Professor Thaddeus Beaumont III. Uh, we are missing our Alucard Lightfoot, and this is Angie Taylor. 
wonderful medical assistant. Uh, uh, not medical assistant. Uh, research assistant. What do you do, Auntie? <laughs> what do I do? I am what the researcher. What you for? What do you pay me for? I do research, and I also am collecting different spells uh, and knowledge along the way. I like to learn things that help people. Make healing potions. Yeah, this is very studious. This is very studious. I do enjoy having her along. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, our local um, entertainment. This is Mr. Bone Jangles. And a an animated skeleton in a suit jacket with a with a uh, derby hat on walks up with a with a saxophone and says, "Hey y'all, how's it going?" Oh, I'm just And he looks out at Yora. <laughs> I'm here for the entertainment, and I'm being paid very well, Mister. Mr. Corvinus enjoys my li- my uh, my libations, my entertainment, uh, whatever. It didn't rhyme. It's cold out here, man. I'm a skeleton, but I can't think straight. Uh, Wait, so who took Alucard? Is it one of the brain took things? your friend? Well, last I saw, right before the attack, uh, Mr. Lightfoot was being carried away by a nasty critter with an octopus for a face. Can I roll a history check? Sure. To see if that rings a bell? That's yeah. a very unique description for a very unique monster. Uh, that's a 22. No, that's a never mind, mind That's a dirty 20. That's a mind flare. That's a mind flare. There's not much oh, else that, that is an octopus face. Yeah, except yeah. for an octopus. Except for an octopus. If it's not an octopus, it's a mind flare. Yeah. <laughs> you got two options. One of them has the face of an octopus. Well, an octopus. that is disturbing. Mm. Uh, mind flares, yeah. It's a terrible, terrible thing. We're going to go have to explore the ship, of course. Well, I wouldn't mind. Fine said, mind flare. It's a rare specimen. Um, try to take it into, uh, to study, yes. Did the mind flare go in the direction of the ship? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Just check well, I suppose that we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but first and foremost, it seems that my afflicted companion has run off. And we will need to find him. Turn to Stagander Erlingson as the bear who has run off into the tundra. It seems like you're not running with much direction. Your instincts are taking over. And you soon find yourself back at a familiar ice fishing hole. Uh, The seal hole. And you're sitting next to it. And you look down into the water. And you see the large the large bear head and face staring back at you. Its maw is still smeared with the viscera of the large carrion crawler that you had attacked. And you begin to have a strange battle 
of the wills. I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Thirteen. So you you begin to fight your own instincts because all the bear wants to do is go back and kill everyone. A vicious creature. But Steg doesn't. Steg doesn't want that at all. So you begin to fight and fight and fight. And you, you close your eyes and you push and you push. And when you open them again, you see Stegander's face. Your own face in the water. And you look up and sitting across from you on its hind on its hind legs is a pure white polar bear the size almost almost un, half the size again of bear gander so not your form but the pure form a a dire polar bear It sits across from you and stares at you with those yellow glowing eyes. It seems to understand you. Its face softens. And it goes around the hole and sits down next to you. And says, So... You have discovered yourself within the blood curse. Good. Good. Now, Stigander Erlingson, you must learn to control all of your urges. Not just your urge to kill, but your deep-seated urges to feel belonging. feel like you're part of a pack because you are no longer alone so you do not always have to be searching for the next member of the pack the next you know the next living situation you you don't need to move anymore Sigander you're no longer a nomad we are no longer nomads. We have a home. And it's through that tree, that tree line with those people that take care of you. And even in your vicious form would never strike out against you. I know that you know in your heart that you didn't mean to, but you hurt your friend. I know that it hurts you. Is good that you have discovered these things about yourself. In the future, hopefully, you will find the control that you're looking for. And you won't fall apart again. And the bear gets up and starts to walk away. 
But he turns around one more time and says, If you need me, I will be here. I am as much part of you as you are part of me. We are connected, you and I. I am the Winter Walker. The night blizzard. The cold that creeps. And you, Stagander Erlingsen, are destined for great things. I look forward to seeing what you do with it. And then a breeze blows, and he drifts away in a puff of mist. And Stag, you're out on the ice. As you. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, take a moment to for. collect myself <laughs> and figure out if all that was even real. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. What do you want to do, Stag? A the the dire polar bear was right. I need to go apologize. So you gather yourself and head back to where the camp is? Mm-hmm. Back at the camp, Yora has been made comfortable. They're kind of putting the tents back together. It's these really actually these really nice like field tents. They kind of come in like domes around a large bonfire. Uh, there's a lot of like there's a lot of gadgets and gizmos and stuff that are at play here. A cooking stove that doesn't seem to be powered by any kind of fuel source or fire. It's just heated. A full-on working shower with hot water that has no source. What about a bath? No bath. No I bath. don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> if Yora hadn't, she'd be underwhelmed. <laughs> these luxuries uh, that that Harold Titus Corvinus has insisted upon and spared no expense uh, making his journey comfortable uh, he has a pop-up like cabin kind of thing that's a spell it just poop it pops up and he like he's in it and he's, he's sitting on the porch in a rocking chair with a with a pipe like, yeah, that's very nice. The the group of workers has gone back to like putting everything together and dragging the bodies off and kind of mixing up the snow to make sure there's no blood anywhere or anything like that. As night sets in, a cold and reticent Stagander Erlingson wanders into camp. His axe appears in his hand as he gets closer. <laughs> oh, hey there, Big Bear. Welcome back to camp. Poor choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I said. How was your uh, little walkabout? Pleasant, but eye-opening 
I met with someone that called themselves the White Walker. White the Winter, Winter Walker. Walker. Something. No trademarks. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Winter Walker. They presented themselves as a dire polar bear and said things wouldn't be so difficult from here on. Now that I have what amounts to a home. And I'm I'm sorry I lashed out at you. Don't do it again, please. You sent me over that fire. Look at that fire. I went over that. (laughs) He's gonna look the fire up and down like you're no longer a bear. (laughs) I I apologize, but that is very impressive. It is impressive. But please don't do it again. Are you some kind of lycanthrop? Are you a, a werewolf of some kind? A, a were, werebear, were-tiger, or something like that? Tiger. Well, you're obviously not a tiger. That was, <laughs> what is a tiger? He's from the Regged clans. Oh. That way. Um, what's, the, what's native up here? Um, Bears. Oh. A crag cat. Have you ever seen a crag cat? I have one particular crag cat that occupies my mind. <laughs> Fuck it's Fred. It's Fred. <laughs> Fred. Well, it's like a crag cat, except it's orange and black and stripy and large and uh, in the hot places. No, that that is not me. Uh, I'd say you were a werebear, which is interesting. Thanks for saving me. Oh. It's no trouble. Truly. (laughs) I'm Angie. That's the professor. You weren't here for introductions. Hello. Uh, You are? As Angie introduces the professor, I will shoot Steg a glance. No, he's already eyeballing him as soon as you said the professor. And I'll slide stag his <laughs> notebook back. Trying to make <laughs> And I will roll a sleight of hand to make sure that the actual professor does not see it. <laughs> okay, roll a sleight of hand. Alright. Fifteen. You managed to slide it over to Stag without the professor noticing. Steg's going to produce this this notebook and say does this look familiar to you? Oh, it looks like a research book. Hmm. Uh, a field notebook, if you will. By the uh, Academy. Uh, usually handed out before um, expeditions in uh, Walter Deep and Luskin. Same uh, Arcane Brotherhood, all of that. How did you come by one? It would be stranger for me to actually tell you. I'd rather not. Do you recognize this handwriting? Let me see it. And he flips through it. Uh, His whole face goes pale. 
Ew. Yes. I do recognize this. Whose hand is it? Well... He's actually the reason we're here. My, um... My youngest brother... is... was a scholar in our order. He came here looking for lightweight materials so that he could build an airship. His assistant still looks for him. Unfortunately, his assistant, who could tell you more about him than I could, we were a bit estranged. His assistant was taken captive by Squidface. His assistant's named Alucard? Yes. Yes, Alucard Lightfoot. Oh my. He's just sit and grumble to himself for a second. <laughs> How did you come by this journal? It was given to me by a very mysterious woman. She appears in thin air with an atmosphere of music and accompanied by bodyguards in the form of bears. Oh, oh that's strange. Caravan that never catches cold. Angie, what do you make of this? And he hands the book off to uh, to Angie. Well, it it includes diagrams of ships, like different aerial ships that are are like already in existence. So, like a spell jammer, a lightning rail. Uh, from Eberron, a lightning ship from Eber, or a, a an elemental ship from Eberron, a an elithid nautiloid, and you are the artificer. So he he's like, yeah, take a look. <laughs> what do you what do you, what do you make of all of this? <laughs> Why are you shrugging at me? <laughs> Shrug at me. <laughs> I have no idea what to say to you right now. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're, you're the expert on all things um, mechanical. Yes, you built mm-hmm. me this chair. <laughs> I did build you that chair. Wow, Professor. Yeah, this this is kind of an amazing find. I've always wanted to meet your brother, but I never got the opportunity. But reading through his notes is going to be a wealth of knowledge. Yes. I think he was brilliant. He was brilliant. Oh, dear. Now, I've been translating this for a while, but I don't speak Dwarven, so... If we can get... Dwarven? S- yes, and he'll flip... Dwarven in there. He'll flip through it to uh, the pages that are written in Cat Scratch uh, Dwarvish. Oh... And I just I, I can read Dwarven. Oh, you can. I've been able to translate yeah. the gnomish bits, but I don't know a lick of Dwarven. Oh, well, it looks like this is ancient Dwarven. Specifically, um, uh, Northern Dwarvish from uh, 
a few, circa a few thousand years ago. This is, wow, this is pre-Mithril Hall. This is amazing. Oh. And he starts to read it. And again, his face falls. And he says, uh, oh. I believe I know what happened to my brother. His hands are kind of shaking. Do you want to hear it? Please. We do indeed. It reads, Beware the weeper, the lightless, lidless creeper. Her sorrowed screams, the bale, the soulful baying. All who hear soon swiftly praying. Death comes to those that seek her. Those who wake the restless sleeper. None can stop her relentless flaying. Minds weakened, consciousness fraying. Who will feed the weeper? Life stealer, soul reaper. Those who are bound on staying will fall to her ravenous slaying. I'm sure there's some variations there, but that's it in its most literal sense. What does it mean? Uh, there are tales of a creature actually of the empire that we're searching for, the Netherese Empire uh, created you've heard of constructs, yes uh, adventuring group here heard of a construct before like a golem or at least I have, I'm not sure I have constructed things before but I don't know of something called a construct okay, think of like Think of like a person, but you built them out of metal, and they're alive. Or like a living snowman. Or a living snowman, or a or a. We clay. have a tale where I come from of a living snowman. His name was Crazy. I, I will not recite it; it's far too long. <sighs> but, but yes, I understand this. So, so when these. When the Netherese would make constructs, they were never machines. They were creatures, living creatures, made of magic and flesh. And um, supposedly this is what caused their empire to fall, is these flesh constructs uh, turning against them. Supposedly, that's one of the tales. The dwarves are said to have had many nightmare stories of ancient Netherese monsters that they would find deep in the Underdark. They would come crawling out and haunt them. I suspect this is one of those. We too have had an encounter with a creature from the deep hole in the ground. I don't think it was quite a construct. It was a floating brain, tentacles, beak. Oh, yes. Grell. Yeah. Ran into one of I those. See. I think just yesterday? Two days. Two days ago? You're not very good at keeping time. We were underground at the moment. There has been stuff happening. <laughs> the life of there the has been There has been plenty of time problems Is recently. 
let alone the sun not doing its thing. Well, yes, if you are, I'm sure someday we'll find out what this creature is. But it seems to be the last entry that my brother made. Hmm. Which means, possibly, he ran into this weeper or whatever. Well, I can't explain why, but I very much would like to find out what happened to your brother. Professor, Angie, could I pose a hypothetical to you? (laughs) Smashing. So, let's say under certain circumstances there is a spell that will put one to sleep, even an elf, and show them visions of the past, but Let's say, under certain circumstances, it shows someone... someone else's past. Oh, that a very... That's a very high-level uh, spell you're talking about. Or it could even supersede elven... elven immunities and resistances. That's... that's very uh, unusual. Did, did you run across something like this? I had read of it. And that... There were cases of people seeing pasts not necessarily of their own. I would... I've never heard of something like that. But I have heard of something similar to that. Hmm. Yes, but you're not going to like what I have to say. Ah, try me. Um, so... There is... A type of magic... That is very frowned upon. It is along the same lines as necromancy. Um, not ex- not illegal by any means, but definitely frowned upon. And if you go too far, we take care of you uh, within our own circle of magic users. It's called chronomancy. Also known as onomancy. Mm. And time magic. Now, I have heard of spells that will send the user's mind back in time and make them relive events uh, from their past. I've also heard of astral projection spells that can make you live someone else's past, but not quite like that. You would have to go through the astral plane first. That. For seeing. And you would know that you were astral projected. Right. You say... You say these accounts you heard, they were of, of um, people who, um, they had to relive their past directly? Correct. Sounds like chronomancy to me. Whoever they were, they ran into a quite powerful chronomancer. It's, uh, it's not a good sign. Chronomancy is one of the lost arts. Hmm. Good to know. Yes. Suppose you need to be careful of folks like those who take an interest into something that old. Well, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with taking interest in old things, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's kind of my <laughs> there was, But there was we'd be out of a job. 
Feel free to um, to eat and rest and um, oh 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 I'm so sorry. Uh, let me let me. And he he rolls off into a, into a tent nearby, and you hear him muttering. No, not that. That's far too destructive. Oh no, it will burn. Burn everything to the ground. It's terrible. Why? No, who are you? Stop it. No. He leans over to Angie and he's like, does no he pinching. do this? Is this a thing he does a lot? Oh, yeah. All the no. time. No. Bad you chest. get used to it. No biting. No. Go. No. Wait, has anyone seen the brains? <laughs> Janth? Warrior? <laughs> and Forrester runs off looking for him. <laughs> no, no, no. No. You put that tongue away, sir. That's not. It's very uncouth of you. Uh, you put bad. No, don't get sticky on me. I just need what's in your mouth. Open up. No, no, bite me. No. He's got a mimic familiar, uh, doesn't he? You can't have that. That's mine. It's a metal arm. You don't want that. <laughs> uh, and he he comes rolling back out uh, with a vial of glowing yellow. Uh, liquid. It's all right. Well, whew, much to do about nothing. Here is a a restoration potion. You wish to give this to your friend. Once she wakes, she will be. She she will still be tired and it will hurt, but she will feel much better. Much better. Yes. Thanks, gonna just take it immediately. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> no words. Just walks away. Just snatch. Yep. <laughs> Yoink. Yeah, Fwester realized that his head was a little too quiet, so he's looking for. <laughs> Wait, where am I? Where are the boys? <laughs> where are the boys at? Has anyone seen two friendly walking brains? That is, is an oxymoron. <laughs> the uh, you suplexed. find them a short distance off. Tussling in the snow. He picks <laughs> them up under one under each arm. like, all right, you two, get back here. No, I, no. <laughs> no, I must. I must show that I am the dominant one. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> you are. You are <laughs> able to form sentences of longer than two words. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's a good point. Battle also, I no longer want to be in here. Well, what do we do? <laughs> Things gross. I'm getting out. Well, let's. And, uh, with a shock of cold air, you're, you feel uh, Janth come back into you. Oh. And the, the intellect devourer starts to. Oh, oh stab it. it. Stab it real hard. <laughs> and <laughs> you can just go. <laughs> and it jumps out of your hand and runs away. Just... Did uh, Jeff scare it into like being being a little bitch? Possessed it. Warrior. Get back. 
Come home. Uh, the, the warrior... The warrior frowns, and then you could feel him frowning. <laughs> Don't give me that. He furrows his no. wrinkles. It is past his... The street lights are on. You are supposed to be home. The street lights. <laughs> street lights. <laughs> <laughs> the fires have been lit. That's right. Now get your butt back. back here. You're big trouble. <laughs> You're big trouble. Ooh. And then, uh, and then he vacates the premises as well. And uh, comes back into your into back home. Comes back up. He goes back home. You are so grounded. <laughs> oh, good suplex though. For those of you that need reference, the characters are in the journal. Amazing. I think that uh, Nikki. I hate Mr. Bone Jangles with a fiery passion. But I, I love him. Mr. Bone Jangles. I love him. <laughs> Is Harold Harold's first name or is Harold his title? No, Harold's his first name. Harold. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's Lord Harold Titus Corvinus. Well, you you spelled it H E R. That's why I was. Oh, I know, I know how I spelled it. Yeah. The Harold, Lord Harold. He's Harold, not Harold. Lord Harold, Duke, King Titus Corvinus. Calling him Harold. Harold. Well, this is the largest group that I've been in for a while. I am yes. feeling shockingly more whole now. Thank you. We just, home. we just left the city. I already feel more cramped. <laughs> uh, I have a um, I have a naughty, naughty little familiar to Reverman. Come here, you. I had to grab a couple of familiars time. of my own. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. Um, get some rest. Tomorrow we venture forth. And well, so he toddles off to go uh, deal with whatever familiar he's talking about that was licking his hand. Gross. Uh, Steg's going to take this restoration potion over to Yora and give it to her. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter how much it heals her for because it's going to be a long rest, so... Is going to be healed up anyway. Magic naps. But it does restore her intelligence. So she can become conscious again. Ugh. Ugh. Me too. I think... (laughs) I think, uh... I think Stag gives Yora this potion and she kind of, like slowly but surely comes back <laughs> and she goes uh, looks around the tent looks at Stag for the second time in two days <laughs> coming back from incapacitation with Stag looking over her and goes uh, Stag we gotta stop meeting this way <laughs> I'm beginning to see a pattern <laughs> 
Let's. Uh, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it. But I. Uh, thank. How are you? How are you? Interesting. And he'll catch her up on the events that happened out by the fishing hole. How are you? Interesting. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's well. This deck doesn't get to be interesting very often. Normally very simple. He likes simple things, and now he's interesting. <laughs> interesting. Oh my god, Steg. That's... Uh, do you... Do, how do you feel about that? That's amazing. I will tell if he was telling the truth, but I am hopeful. A liar... I... well... I was gonna say I've never met a liar bear, but I've also never met a bear that's talked before you. So... This is... this is new experience for everybody. Stag has... What? You met the werebear that talked to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've met a bear that talked to me, so... Bear in the big blue house. Bear on the big blue bay. And as the winter cold sets in and you guys find uh, tents to bed down into in the warmth, the last thing that you see is a plume of dark smoke over the horizon. And that's where we'll end our session. Mm, That's ominous. Ominous! Bum, bum, bum! Session, guys. Oh boy! Good combat. It's not good combat unless one person, at least one person, goes down. I don't know who told you that and who hurt you, but <laughs> yeah. If you want to talk about it, we can. Of, I think there's a lot of religious trauma there. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I, we can't fix have that. You tried, uh, have you tried better help or any <laughs> any sort of therapy service? Yeah. You know what good combat is? That cultist combat that we did. That one was good. That one was great. great. Yeah. Everyone got bonked real quick. We all look cool doing it. Some of us a little more brutal than the others. Yeah. (laughs) Some of us still haven't coped with killing two humans. Just shove that down. (laughs) Push it down. Push (laughs) it down. Where's my cork? (laughs) Nope. Let's plug our pluggables. Boy, oh boy. If you want to follow me online, you can follow me on Instagram at authorized entry. That's my Instagram. That's where you post pictures, and that's where I post pictures. So if you want to see the pictures I post, follow me there. You can find me in a lot of places. Um, You can find me at uh, Canis, that's C-A-I-N-U-S on Instagram, that's my personal just message me if you're gonna be friends with me some of you already have and I really appreciate that um, you're gonna see a lot of shit posting when I do post what we do post on regularly is uh, at tpk.games on Instagram uh, that's where we'll post all the artwork and the people and the characters and stuff from this session uh, as well as Uh, any upcoming events and stuff like that we have a twitch channel that we're just going to be kind of playing video games on and also doing amas and things like that fans doing all that stuff on twitch uh that'll be fun uh we have a lot of fans that are on twitch that want to watch apparently so which was a good move uh eventually i'll get the youtube channel up and running 
not a big priority right now. Priority is getting the stories out to you guys. So that's all that matters. Uh, you can also become a patron at patreon.com slash tpkg. We would love to have you over there. The more support we get, the closer we are to manufacturing merch and all kinds of other stuff. We have a lot of merch ideas, but we don't have a lot of merch capital. So... <laughs> oh, I've so, got... Hopefully one day lots we can of do ideas. this full time. That's the goal. The hey. goal is to have enough of you guys show up and, and be supporters and be uh, be patrons so that we can do this full time. And I don't, I, you know, we don't have to do anything else. Um, that's the dream. Until then, this is really fun and I love it. It's my passion. So I'll do it whether we get there or not. Um, we will still keep putting out stuff for you. Uh, that leads us to our good friend, Gordon. I don't know about good. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm at Twitter, uh, games underscore TPK. And I'm on Instagram in spite of literally everything. So I shit posts at an unauthorized entry. Yeah, I need to post more so that Gordon can post more. It's mostly shit posting off of what Sam does. He posted something today, and the first thing I did was put a shitty filter over it, and color is, over it, and eight. <laughs> this is the Reaganism of social media. <laughs> Trickle down artwork. Trickle down Tr- artwork. <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh, it boy. just doesn't. Yeah. Nikki, what you Nikki? doing? Me, I am on Instagram primarily, um, but also Patreon and Twitch. Um, and it's at N-I-K-I-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S Media, M-E-D-I-A, Nikki Reynolds Media. Also, NikkiReynoldsMedia.com if you want to see cool 3D art. That's my jam. Hells yeah. And I hear that you stream twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Is that estimated time? Gosh. It's a good time. I've been so asleep the entire time, and it's been blowing me out. Mike sleeps through all of them except for like one time he showed up and Sam and I were hanging out and he's what did you you were like Sam you traitor traitor. (laughs) oh that's right yeah (laughs) so good Mike called me afterwards like I cannot believe what I just saw (laughs) Sam supporting one of our friends what and giving her money at patreon.com slash Nikki Reynolds media (laughs) (laughs) I'm signed up on your Patreon right I think I am no Oh, well, that's nope, Sam is my one and only patron. Nope, that's going to change right now. What? Oh. Yeah, the moment this ends. Yeah. We can't have you be a Patreon here, or a patron here, and that's we're not small. patrons at, uh, for Yeah, for like, that's oh, not right. That's bullshit. Well, I'm working <laughs> with some uh, friends of mine who have 3D printers to make D&D props, so... <laughs> That's a thing there that my you. patrons will get access to, so it'll be fun. Yeah. Yay. Um, that leaves us with Sav and the closing combo. Excited. Always look forward for the Sabbath. Ooh. Uh, well, after you visit NikkiReynoldsMedia.com, um, you can probably find me at a gay bar or at, <laughs> Let's at go! Natalie Sav. On Instagram, that is at M E R R I L Y S A V. And my plug for the day 
is uh, rely on your friends. You know, if you are, your friends are there for more than just laughs and goofs. They're there uh, to share in burdens, to support you after your brain has been eaten by a cat that's actually a brain somehow. Um, <laughs> you pr- if you need help this week, month, whatever time period you're listening to this to, uh, reach out to a friend. And that's my plug for the day. And I want to uh, add that to all of our listeners, our patrons, everybody that makes themselves involved in our story and our lives and, and this thing that we love to do, uh, we appreciate you so much and we love you. And uh, we hope that we're we're keeping you guys entertained and keeping you pleased. And, uh, you know, we just, we, we really appreciate you guys. Yeah. So you guys also maybe- message us with, Comments, concerns, things you'd like to see, things you wouldn't like to see. Literally anything. Talk to us. Because we're here. We don't have 12 million fans, so we're still very small time. And we will most likely respond to everything that you (laughs) see. Yeah. Most of us don't have much else to do. No! (laughs) You guys make those late nights of editing worth it. So feel free to reach out to us. Oh my god, you do, yeah. Sometimes I edit until like 3 or 4 in the morning. The like, <laughs> including up to the day of the release, and um, it's worth it. It's worth it to get the feedback and to get the love. So, you guys are appreciated, and uh, just keep doing what you're doing. You guys are awesome, uh, and also remember to take care of yourselves. And as always, keep on rolling. See you guys next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.